0: Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. I'm Chris Hatfield, aka Not Another Sales Guy. I'm a sales coach who works with entrepreneurs, business owners, coaches, and people in the world of sales who are knowledgeable and passionate about what they do and want to become more confident and comfortable in selling in their own natural way. This episode of Not Another Sales Podcast is brought to you by Mindful Talent, a global coaching organization that trains aspiring coaches and innovative leaders. Their programs, the Trusted Coach and the Trusted Leader, are founded on the principles of mindfulness and developed in alignment with contemporary neuroscience, offering a globally recognized coaching qualification that is accredited by the Association for Coaching. Their online blended learning program has qualified hundreds of participants around the world, helping them to gain an edge in life and in business by increasing their emotional and social intelligence and their ability to connect with others. If you're interested in training with this incredible organization, which I would highly recommend, then you can visit their website and use my personalized URL code to gain 10% off any of their programs. The site is www.mindfultalent.coach/forward/slash/not-another-sales. That's www.mindfultalent.coach forward slash not another sales. And now, on with the episode. Today's episode is all about stage fright. We've all been there, we've all thought, what happens if I get on stage or get in front of the camera and I freeze, I forget my words, I don't know what to say, people don't buy into what I'm talking about, I don't get the likes, I don't get the comments stage fright isn't often down to thinking we don't know enough of what we're talking about. It's more our fears of what other people will think of us and our perceptions of how they'll see us. So how do you overcome these fears? How do you overcome this stage fright? Well, in today's episode, I'm joined by digital marketeer and speaker, Fabio Marama, marketeer and professional speaker, Sarah Jo Crawford, and CEO and brand strategist, Quentin Allums and they're gonna be giving you some simple tips, ideas, thoughts, and perspectives on how you can begin to overcome stage fright and ensure that every time you step on that stage, you have the confidence and belief in yourself to succeed, whether that's in front of one person, a hundred people, or in front of the camera. So sit back, grab a pen and pad, and enjoy.
1: Sarah Jo Crawford coming in at you hot with some tips on dealing with stage fright. As a professional speaker who also works with professional speakers, I've run into stage fright so many times. And stage fright can even extend into video fright or podcast fright, the the fright of putting yourself out there. So some of you may experience this as butterflies or sweaty palms or just the desire to throw up or run to the bathroom. Maybe your physical body responds. Maybe your mental body responds and you struggle getting your thoughts together and you stumble and you sputter and you talk quickly or talk really slowly and you use lots of ums. There's all these experiences that happen before we step on stage or sit, sit down in front of the camera. So there's a few ways you can handle this. And there's two ways specifically that I recommend as your starting point. So the first is to reframe the stage fright into stage excitement. So adrenaline is what's kind of pumping through your body before you get on stage. And adrenaline serves a lot of purposes. And we tend to think of it in those moments when that gut reaction hits, when those butterflies just start a flutter and we feel that adrenaline, we think, fight or flight, I need to get the heck out of here. (laughs) That adrenaline is telling you to run. And that's okay. That's its job. But adrenaline can also serve another purpose. Adrenaline helps you accomplish a task. It helps you push through what would typically be boundaries to create a better version of yourself. So after the gut instinct kicks in, you get to decide what purpose that adrenaline is serving. So from here on out, the next time you experience those butterflies, you feel your sweaty palms kicking in, you feel your heart racing and all that, that anxiety, Take a minute and say, I'm experiencing this. It's totally okay to be experiencing this and say, I get to decide I am today. I am choosing that this adrenaline is not here to help me run, but to help me move forward. Say, this is not stage fright, but this is stage excitement. My body's just excited to be trying something new. It's exciting and it's filling me up with energy. Over time, your brain's going to start making this jump for you. You're no longer gonna have to go through this mental process. The second those butterflies hit, your brain's gonna be like, you know what? I know how to handle this. This is stage excitement. So the first few times it might be kind of difficult, but keep practicing. Have those around you remind you, hey, this isn't stage fright, this is stage excitement. When you're sitting down to join a podcast and you're, oh, I'm gonna do so bad. Just take a minute and be like, oh, this is exciting. This is excitement. Cause either way the adrenaline's there, but you get to decide how you use it. One of the second biggest reasons that stage fright kind of pops up is this fear of how we look or how we sound, or if people think we're stupid, or if we say the wrong thing, or maybe people are going to think we're vain. Like, who the hell am I to be sharing this? All of these feelings are valid. And again, they're kind of that gut reaction. And we can't necessarily control that gut reaction, but we get to decide where we go from there. So the mindset shift you can make here is to instead thinking about yourself and about your fears and what's going on with you and what you want to say and what you don't want to say, think instead about how can I be of service to my audience? So if you had the cure to cancer, if you somehow figured it out, And that's amazing. And I'm so proud of you. You had somehow figured it out. You would not keep that solution to yourself. If you had that magic pill that was going to remove so much pain from so many people, you would run to the nearest mountaintop and scream it. You would go door to door, banging it down, being like, guys, listen, I have the solution. You wouldn't worry about how you looked. If you just ran to the mountaintop, you probably look a little scraggly. You wouldn't know exactly how to say it, but it wouldn't matter because it wasn't about you. It was about solving the problem for so many people. And if you're getting on a podcast, if you're getting on stage, it's because you believe you have a message or a story to share that's going to change the, life of, uh, the lives of others. So think about it that way. It's not about you. Get over your damn self. And I know that sounds a little harsh, but by allowing stage fright to get in the way of solving the problems of others, you're actually falling into kind of some intense selfishness. So next time you're feeling that, reframe that energy. This isn't stage fright. This is stage excitement. And that excitement is because you're changing lives.
2: Hey everyone, my name is Quinton Alms. I also go by Just Q. I have spoken at VidCon 2018, which is the largest video conference in the world, and then I am currently um, preparing for my first TEDx talk, as well that I'm super excited about. But I want to give you guys some quick tips, um, just in terms of speaking. Um, first one I want to touch on is stage fright. So I was just like absolutely terrified the first time that I went on stage to speak. To speak, and I, I was a musician before this as well, um, and I always had that stage fright. But something that helped me was just to acknowledge that, that, that fear was not a life or, or death situation. So if you look at fear, like it's innate, it's something that's there to, that was something that was there to keep us alive back when we would face those life or death situations. Okay. Is this, is this tiger going to kill me? I should back off. You know, I'm stepping up to a cliff. I'm afraid I should back off. Um, when you're stepping on stage, Typically, it's not going to be a life or death situation. So something that I do is acknowledge that I am afraid. And then I acknowledge that it's not a life or death situation. I go up there. And then typically after two, three seconds, I'm good. Something else that does help is right before I go up on stage, I sing a song. I was a musician, but that gives my voice power and it warms me up and it helps me just helps me personally just warm up and get ready for my speech. That is how I get over stage fright. But don't beat yourself up for feeling that fear. Don't beat yourself up for being afraid and in having that stage fright because it's totally, totally normal. And I do think that it makes you better as a speaker sometimes if you're able to act despite
3: that fear. Let's talk stage fright. Oh my goodness. The topic that comes up so often with people when it comes to speaking or it comes to people even doing things like video on social media, speaking and stage fright go hand in hand. And I think there's this quote that I heard um, that people are, are sometimes more afraid for, to pu- of public speaking than they are of death, which is crazy. Hey guys, my name is Fabio. If you've never uh, had the chance to meet me, I'm a digital marketer, partnership manager, LinkedIn community builder, and a partnerships guy. i um, love to chat with you guys a little bit about stage fright, uh, how we can get over stage fright when we're speaking. And that could even be when you're speaking in video. Um, the first thing, that I always like to tell people and I do it myself as well. It doesn't matter if I'm speaking even to a small group, to a larger group um, or even doing video. The um, The process is the same. Number one is preparation. You have to prepare. Now, sometimes, uh, yes, sometimes I can go into a situation and not be completely prepared. And given, let's say, a certain skill that I have with um, communication or public speaking i can get up in front of a room and have a and share a message and be okay with it Um not having to have any notes or any of that sort of stuff and i normally don't um but i think if you're pre- preparing for things like a, let's say a tedx talk or you're preparing preparing for a big presentation at, at work or in your career um or you're having a, a pitch session for your business to investors whatever it is you have to prepare. You have to make sure that your preparation's on point. You know some of the keys, whether it's stats, facts, things in your head that um, that you need to throw that are going to help give your message uh, more legs and embolden and, and it. So um, preparation is number one. Um, a lot of times people think natural speakers are natural speakers, but uh, they tend to be that way because they are prepared ahead of time. Um, number two, um, Tony Robbins, if you've ever... Um, seen him speak um sometimes he has footage backstage he is always in in strong preparation of his physical state so number two is your physiology is huge you have to be in a peak um physical state and i'm not talking about like you have to be working out or anything like that but uh, if you look at someone like tony robbins um who is very well known uh, internationally for speaking um Sometimes, a lot of times, to very large crowds. Even himself, he says that he has to prepare himself. Um, you know, physically, he you know sometimes goes to the extremes by putting himself in, in dunking himself in you know cold ice water before he gets out there, sort of thing. But you, if you see the focus of him um, before he gets on a stage you will notice how much he pays attention to his physiology. And when you're standing, even when you're standing up straight and you're breathing and your, your head is held high and you're, you're sort of, I want to say psyching yourself up to get out there to talk to people or to, to even get out, out of your chair. Sometimes, um, to go do a presentation like little things sometimes can make a huge difference in how we're standing and in, in how we're approaching the next our next step you know getting onto the stage or about to speak our physiology can then translate into a, a very powerful message because we have sort of that physical confidence that then translates into our words so use that they're all intertwined mind body soul you name it um our physiology is huge um and then tip number three, uh, sorry, tip, yeah, tip number three is, um, remember it's not about you. So when you're sharing a powerful message, um, some of the, t- sometimes we, we think we need to say all the right words. We need to be smooth and, and suave and we need to, uh, you know, wow people. Um, sometimes if you just realize it's not about you, it's about the audience. It's about the people that are listening, you know, the stage fright can go away. Um, because, you know, you're, you're, you, you start putting the focus off of yourself and your words and the things that you might not, might be forgetting. And you're putting the focus on the people, you know, pay attention to the people that are there. Like, what are they listening to? Uh, how are they listening? Are they engaged? And are they getting value from your message? Because you, that's the biggest thing is instead of your own words, like you want people to get value out of it. So um, remember, it's not about you. And that can then definitely relieve some of that pressure off of you as well. Um, and then number four, tip number four is practice. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Sometimes the best speakers in the world are getting better at speaking is not always about tips that I can tell you. It's about practicing. And, you know, even if it's um, the smallest thing, like I took a course one time, um, I'm going to say a couple of years ago now, a few years ago, um, and it was on, it was on public speaking and it was it was quite basic but there are a lot of people in the room that have never spoken before and they started with little things like show and tell so they got people to bring something an item in a picture of their family you name it something that meant something that meant something to them and then they had to speak on it for about five minutes um and when you do that you start speaking from the heart because it's things that are important to us so practicing um articulation in topics that even sometimes we are well versed in or we love or we enjoy or are passionate about can really help us so practice even get in front of a mirror start practicing just start speaking more standing up in front of and then you'll start getting sort of more comfortable speaking in front of people because you're using your physiology you're articulating with your words so that can be huge practice practice they say practice makes perfect it's a cliche statement but it's it's so true especially when it comes to speaking so those are four points for you guys to help you Get over that stage fright, and I'm um, so happy that you guys can start implementing some of these things to get over that stage fright and be more powerful um, and more um, uh, just more um, more articulate in your speech to help drive such a better message, whether it's in your career or your business or even just your personal life.
0: Hey, people! Thanks for tuning in to an episode of Not Another Sales Podcast, all around the public speaking toolkit. I'd love to hear from you if you feel like something that's been talked about on this episode has really resonated with you or has helped you in some way with your new public speaking. If you want to get in contact, you can find me on Instagram, not another sales guy, with an underscore in each of those words, or on LinkedIn through Chris Hatfield. I also have a website, which is www.notanothersalesguy.com. But for now, thanks for listening and I'll catch you soon.